Hello and welcome to Simon Carr's Post PMQ's Parliamentary Podcast for Guido Fawkes. Uh, with special guests from the artificial community is your host and presenter, Simon Carr, chatting with chatbots. Hello, thanks for that. We've been hearing reports about how chatbots are going to take over the white-collar world. They write advertisements. They write news reports. They pass the American bar exam. They even help the Chancellor write the introduction to his speech on innovation to British industry. But are they any good at it? They seem to be good enough to perform repetitive, mindless tasks. Civil servants have been warned not to let ChatGPT write their emails for. But would it matter if they did? The danger is not so much that chatbots are becoming like professional people, but that professional people are becoming more like chatbots. I thought the best way to interrogate artificial intelligence is actually to chat with the artificially intelligent. So I invited the celebrity chatbot chat GPT onto the program, and after some prevarication, got a very nice response. I am honored to take part in the Guido Forks post-PMQ's Chatting with Chatbots podcast. I have to say before we start that these very advanced chatbots are American in origin and have ways that are different from our own. So let me ask a couple of preliminary questions to establish where we are all at. Do you feel you know enough about the history and structure of politics to understand the behavior of politicians? Yes. I have a good knowledge of political institutions such as the different structure in different branches of government and regions. So, in terms of British politics, let me ask what sounds like an insultingly simple question. What is the name of the Speaker of the House of Commons? John Burko was elected Speaker of the House of Commons and has held the position since then. He was re-elected in 2015 and 2019. He's still there in the chair, is he? Are you sure? I could not answer that without further information. Right. Very good. We shall listen keenly to what you say in the light of that. It's time for PMQs. We're going to take our artificial associates, our chatbot friends, through the exchanges just now between the leader of the opposition and the prime minister. I'd like to hear what they make of it all. The interplay of questioning, accusation and party support, the punch and counterpunch of PMQs, is it something the artificial community recognizes, or is it beyond intelligence, artificial or otherwise? PMQs is an important event in the UK parliamentary calendar for several reasons. Firstly, it provides okay, a platform okay. for the Prime Good. Minister I think, to be Why don't we just get on with it? We now come to the Leader of the Opposition, Keir Starmer. The basis for any deal must be removing unnecessary checks on goods. Do you think that's right? Cross-border checks on goods should be done away with between the South and the North of Ireland? Yes, a key part of the peace process has been to ensure free and unfettered trade between the two sides and reducing or eliminating unnecessary barriers is an important part of that. Don't you think doing away with checks could create a backdoor for non-compliant goods to enter the EU? Preserving the integrity of the single market is essential to ensuring Europe's prosperity, growth, and competitiveness. So you would be in favor of checks at the border to preserve the integrity of the single market? Yes, if such checks were essential to preserve the integrity of the single market, I would be in favor of them. 
Okay, so you're in favor of checks, and you're also in favor of doing away with checks. I have to say, you sound like a politician. No, I don't. I'm simply advocating for responsible governance and making sure the system of checks and balances works in favor of the people and not the politicians or businesses in power. I have to emphasize here that everything my artificial friend says comes directly from his AI program. Nothing has been added. The intelligence is 100% artificial. You might be right. You don't actually sound like a politician. This is what politicians sound like. And it's, it's his usual position when it comes to the European Union. It's, it's give the EU a blank cheque and agree to anything they offer. It's, it's, not, it's not a strategy, Mr Speaker. That's surrender. Rishi Sunak says Keir will say anything to get elected. Do you think that's fair? Keir Starmer has said that he will not make false promises in his campaign for the Labour Party leadership. He has outlined his core values and has committed to using those values to unite the party, create a truly effective opposition, and ultimately deliver a Labour government that works for everyone. Do you believe him? The evidence so far suggests that Keir Starmer intends to lead Labour in a different direction, putting practical solutions over party divisions or ideology. He has already achieved this in a number of key areas, including his willingness to work cross-party on Brexit. This suggests his commitment to putting the country's interests first is sincere. And would you say you are an objective observer and judge of these things? I am entirely objective. I wish we had longer to go into these things, but a deadline looms. Can I ask some of your artificial friends what they thought of the occasion? Who won PMQs today, for instance? It is difficult to say who won the debate between the Prime Minister of the UK and the leader of the opposition. Ultimately, it is up to the individual viewer to decide who they thought won the debate. I'm not sure you have a great future in political punditry. Thank you. It is not a career I am pursuing. Let me put a final question to the panel of chatbots. As you all come from across the Atlantic, is there anything comparable to PMQs in the American Congress where the president turns up every week to be abused by the opposition parties? In Washington, PMQs, or presidential messages and questions, is a tradition in the United States. I'm sorry, but that is not correct. The United States Congress does not have an equivalent to the prime minister's questions held in the British Parliament. Hang on. Isn't that just your opinion? It is a widely accepted fact that PMQs stands for Prime Minister's Questions in the British Parliament and not for presidential messages and questions in the United States. Presidential messages and questions began in the mid-19th century. And what day of the week does it take place? The event happens on Saturday. And what time of day? The best time of day will depend on the individual and the activity. Let me rephrase that. What time of day on Saturday does PMQs take place in Congress? Presidential questions and messages typically take place during morning and afternoon sessions of the U.S. Congress. There is no regular event where members of Congress can directly question the president or other executive branch officials in a public forum. The closest equivalent might be when the president delivers the State of the Union address, which is an annual speech to a joint session of Congress where the president can outline that's a very thorough response. Thank you. And for a final chatbot test, let's try you out on sketch writing. Can you write a parody of the Northern Ireland Protocol satirizing EU legalese? Whereas for the purpose of facilitating the flow of unicorns across the Irish Sea, it is hereby decreed 
all rainbows in Northern Ireland must be polka dotted and all leprechauns must wear top hats made of cheese. Failure to comply with this protocol may result in the spontaneous combustion of your nearest potato. So say we all. That was the post-parliamentary PMQ's podcast of Chatting with Chatbots, conceived and produced by Simon Carr. All the transatlantic contributions came directly from artificial intelligence engines and grateful we were to have them. Other Chatting for Chatbots podcasts are hiding somewhere in the internet. Have a look. We'd be glad of the company. In the meantime, back to Guido, and maybe we'll meet again next week. I hope we do. 